Come, sit by the fire. Listen to my tales as the shadows dance and weave, and I weep stories of adventure, wonder, and woe. These tales could be short glimpses into lives of unlikely heroes, or epic yarns that span many sessions. Regardless, the nights can be long and dark, but you are always welcome to join me in the light of the flames and listen. Welcome to Stories by the Fire. While trying to locate her missing five-year-old son, Evan, expectant mother, Erin Dearborn, finds herself trapped in a world of perpetual darkness. To make matters worse, Erin herself is being chased by an unseen monster. She tries to escape, but she has to wade through an endless pile of waist-high leaves with no exit in sight. Welcome to the tale of Erin's desperate flight. Welcome to Stories by the Fire. Leaves and Shadows, Chapter 3, Flight. Terror drove her forward. She fell out blindly in front of her, but the waist-high leaves hindered her steps. Behind her, the dark pursuer gave fervent chase. Her legs burned as they pumped through the discarded foliage. Her breaths came in ragged, painful gasps. Then a horrified thought shot through her mind. I'm leaving my son. Her pursuer broke into a guttural snarl. You're not leaving anyone. You will remain here with me. This can't be happening, she thought wildly. Oh, this is happening, all right, the snarling thing replied. I can hear my thoughts. The realization almost caused her to stumble. I know your dreams. I know your fears. I know your secrets. I know the shames you hide from everyone. I know the things you've done in your past. I know the thoughts that keep you awake at night when your husband sleeps. I even know about your baby. No! This time she did stumble and she fell to her knees as waves of crunching leaves poured over her shoulders and head. A musty odor filled her nostrils and bile threatened to rise up in her throat. She swallowed back fiercely as the adrenaline throbbed in her temples. She pushed herself forward in an awkward crawl with swim strokes that helped plow her way through the foliage. You're mine! The voice cried out from much closer. I'm going to get caught. Shh, shh, shh. The owner of the dark voice was approaching even quicker than before. Its breath was now audible over the crunching of the leaves. It's going to get me. I'm going to die here in the dark. She whimpered in her mind. I'm sorry, Evan. Thoughts of Evan flashed through her mind's eye. In his childhood innocence, Evan had placed his entire hope in her ability to protect him whether she deserved it or not. He was not even able to conceive of the possibility that his mama would just lie there and give up while he needed her to come and rescue him. An image of him glowed in her mind. He was reaching out to her with both his arms wide, the way he did when he was a newly walking toddler. She could hear him cry out to her, 
Mama! It echoed shrilly in her head, in her heart. He was lost, terrified, and maybe even hurt. The image ignited a kind of feral energy within her. No! She howled with the ferocity of a war cry. The darkness swallowed her voice in all its primal essence. The crashing of her pursuer clamoring through the leaves halted. It had actually paused. Was this done by her shout? Did she actually scare it back? She didn't know why, but she took advantage of its lost momentum and pushed herself up to her feet and plowed forward as fast as her legs could propel her. There has to be a way out of here, she thought. The sound of crashing pursuer violently resumed behind her. No, it hissed. You cannot escape the dark. You and your son will remain here in the darkness with me forever, the voice told her coldly. You are a liar, she hissed. You were right in the first place. My heaven isn't here. I'm going to find him and you had better stay out of my way. Cold amusement emanated from the dark as it chuckled with a low, guttural laugh. <laughs> Your empty words are nothing but air consumed by the night. That's when she saw it. Out of the corner of her eye, she spied a tiny flicker of light. In this infinity of darkness, it was a beacon of hope. It was akin to a twinkling of a star, but she fixated on it and ran. No! Her pursuer roared. An explosion of sound shattered the silence between them as leaves kicked upwards at its sudden burst of speed. With the icy certainty, Aaron realized that up until that moment, the Shadow Dweller had been toying with her. It was no longer playing games. It bellowed a roar that rattled Aaron's teeth. Oh God, she huffed. Someone, anyone, help me. Suddenly the starlight expanded into a strobe of light that flooded into the darkness. The light pierced her eyes with blinding, stabbing pain. The predator behind her shrieked. This time its cry was a mixture of fury and pain. As her eyes adjusted and focused on her light source, she could see that it was coming from a doorway at the top of a steep hill just before her. It illuminated the dead leaves and the path between her and her salvation. A figure appeared in the doorway. This way, Aaron, hurry! It shouted in a familiar voice. You will not escape me! The creature snarled. Aaron ran up, awkwardly trying to climb the slippery slope of the hill. Her feet kept slipping and beneath her from the lack of traction as she trudged upward. I will not stay here, she said fiercely. The force of her raw determination allowed her feet to find purchase on the ground as she began to bounding upwards. Behind her, she could hear that it had not slowed its pursuit with her so nearly within its grasp. Aaron could hear an angry hiss, and she smelled the sickly sweet putrid stink of burning flesh. The same light that shone on her was actually burning her pursuer, causing it pain and keeping it at bay. Aaron knew that she shouldn't, but she desperately wanted to glance over her shoulder 
and see what horror lay behind her. But with safety so close yet so far away, she could not afford such a critical distraction. Aaron had another reason not to look, which was far more primal. She was afraid of what she might see. The outline in the doorway became more distinct. It was impossible for her to make out who this familiar voice belonged to, with the backdrop of light shading her features into a silhouette. The figure held out her hand, but she did not reach beyond the threshold of the doorway. Suddenly, something latched onto Aaron's ankle from beneath the leaves. Scalding pain erupted from whatever grabbed her, and it pulsed from her ankle all the way up her leg to her chest and head. An icy fire ripped through her body, her mind, her very essence. A shriek of the purest agony exploded out of her lungs, stealing her ability to breathe and think. Her pursuer, the unholy deviant that could only thrive in utter darkness, safe beneath its cover of leaves, had finally caught her on the very precipice of her escape. Its black touch drew blood from her very soul and pulled her back into its dark realm. There was nothing that Aaron could do as she writhed and spasmed in its torturous grip. She unconsciously fell forward, her hand, which she tried so desperately to grab her would-be savior, slapped against the doorway's threshold. She could no longer control the extremity, and it began to slide backwards through the frame following the rest of her seizing body as he was dragged below the leaves into the darkness. The figure in the doorway grabbed her limp hand with both of hers. Her grip and contrast was warm and soothing, and its positive energy pulsed down through Aaron's body. This energy buffered away and alleviated the mind-numbing, asphyxiating pain of her pursuer's searing touch. Aaron became aware of how soft and smooth the other woman's grip was yet not detracting from her obvious strength. There was also the strong smell of lilac and lavender on her. This tickled at Aaron's hidden memories. What is this reminding me of? She thought vaguely. No! The dark voice screamed. With an undeniable authority, the new woman spoke in a crisp, feminine tone. You cannot have her. I rebuke you! No! roared the dark beast. Aaron shrieked as another surge of unspeakable pain rifled through her. Then it released, and she was left with the dull afterglow of his dark touch radiating from her ankle. The woman who had rescued her pulled her free with colossal strength. Aaron flew out of the dark place into the light and tumbled into a scattered pile of leaves that was far less dense as the abyss she had just escaped. She rolled to her back and came to rest on cold concrete beyond most of the piles. Aaron registered a loud metallic bang and saw that the door to the dark place had been slammed shut. She could not help thinking about what it would mean for the door to close with her still inside. She shuddered at the thought. The woman stood over her. Give me your hand. Her voice was gentle, but his tone bore no questioning. Light blinded, Aaron held out her hand to her savior, and the other woman took it and pulled her into a sitting position. The exertion instantly made her feel dizzy and nauseous. 
It touched you, didn't it? The other woman asked. Aaron nodded as she noted that there was something strange about the other woman's movements. Something that Aaron should have recognized, but could not quite pinpoint it. The other woman continued. You're very lucky, Aaron. If you had fallen differently, I would not have been able to help you. There are rules here that cannot be broken. I would not be able to get to you, and you have been lost in the darkness forever. The thought of spending one more second there, let alone an eternity, made Aaron shudder again. She opened her trembling mouth and said, Thank you. Do not stutter, dear. It doesn't suit you, responded her savior. The remark was so familiar that it registered at the core of her being. It's a phrase that Aaron had heard so often as she grew up, and then abruptly she never heard it again. She looked at her rescuer with surprised apprehension. Her vision cleared, and the familiar face of the other woman came into sharper detail. A face that so closely resembled the one Aaron saw in the mirror every day. Mom? She breathed. Her mother gave her a warm, sad smile. Hello, dear. Aaron's blue eyes, which she had inherited from her mother, bulged. But... You're dead. As the darkness draws closer at the conclusion of this chapter of Aaron's dark tale, we are left with more questions than answers as it takes yet another confusing turn. Is this woman who rescued her from the dark and the monster really her mother who has returned from beyond the grave? If so, what does her presence signify for Aaron and her missing son? Perhaps we may discover the truth the next time we meet together for stories by the fire. Thank you for listening to my story by the fire. I hope my tale stirred the flames in your heart in some sincere way. If you enjoyed this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chancy. My other podcast, Theater of Heels, is a superhero adventure following fangirl hero wannabe, Erica Belfry, who found the world behind the mask was not what it seems. I also have the epic fantasy podcast titled The Sky's Embrace, which follows the crew of the sky ship The Maiden's Arrow as they navigate the perils of the clouds. All these tales and more are available on my website at ChristopherChancy.com and my YouTube channel. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at patreon.com slash Christopher Chancy. There you can get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May the light of the flames always bring you warmth. Good night.